I'm Jim. And I'm Frank. And I'm Jerry. And this is the JFJ Conspiracy Podcast, where the shop talk is rock. Episode number 94. Woo! Moving right along. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. So, right off the bat, how are you guys doing with the heat? It's miserable. I have my air on as we speak. All right. I tried to I tried to make it, but what I what I do now just to avoid that nine thousand dollar bill is I'll just set the alarm. I'll set it for like forty five minutes. Okay, just leave it on forty five minutes. <laughs> but yeah, it's on right now. Yeah. yeah. Well, bef- before the heat and the the solar guys were coming to the house and asking me about my electric bill, I said, "Get the heck out of here. I, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm fine." Yeah. I couldn't even lie this month. My last month's bill was 300 and something. So I said, you know, I'm not talking to the solar guys because they got a good argument today, but we've been running it nonstop uh, night and day. Uh, and, I was just going to say, yeah. so, I had me, yeah, I had me a bill at 297 when Jeffrey lived here. Right. And I'm at work. Laura's at work. He's upstairs with the computer games. And I would yeah. tell him, don't leave it on all day. <laughs> Shut it off for an hour. Yeah, it, that room gets because my upstairs rooms get like icicles, oh, guys, and then yeah. in the cold it gets like a sauna. Right. So, but you know, in one ear and out the other. So, uh, yeah, my last one. What I what I'm what's lucky here is I don't need to have it on. Obviously, while I'm at work. Right. And yeah. and that's forty hours of me not being here with it on. So, yeah. I sent them a little extra this time just in case. I said you've been using buffer. that air on. Yeah. Yeah, my bill was like 82. I sent them 150. There you go. Just in case. So well, we'll see. Since we're dealing with all this heat, uh, let's just find out right off the bat. What's in James Bridge? We got two episodes of the fridge in a row. Yes, we're on a roll. Things nice, yeah. Making up for that last time, I mean, I bet that is cool. (laughs) This is, yeah, Kiss Best of the Solo Albums. All right, wow, it's Uh, mostly Peter Chris. It's it's, uh, (laughs) German edition. I can't, uh, I can't stop the rains. Probably the first one, right. It's not the German stormtrooper. It's a German non-stormtrooper edition. All right, you yeah. can't have any, you know, double S with the. Yeah. Uh, not not splattered vinyl. Uh huh. But um, three three songs from each of the solo records, and it's got obviously they start off strong here. Ace Freely, <laughs> New York Groove, Rip It Out, Speeding Back to My oh. Baby. Yeah, three maybe rockers. the three maybe the three best songs on the record, right? Yeah, and then they screw up that side by putting those blasted Peter Chris songs on there. I don't know, Austin <laughs> and Turning. <laughs> yeah, you matter to me. Yeah, like Don Rock and Roll. <laughs> Poor Pete, oh, man, it's an unlistenable Poor. record. Anyway, oh, um, and then you get um, just a just maybe one notch above Peter Chris, you got Gene Simmons on the <laughs> one side door. Wow. Radioactive, Mr. Make-Believe, See You in Your Dreams. He actually covered a Kiss song on his song. Yeah, See You in Your All Dreams right. from Rock and Roll Over. He, that was weird. Apparently he... Uh... He's weird. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, here's here's the thing. They, uh, you know, Ace talks about how, like, they didn't think I could write songs to fill up a whole album. And then Gene does a cover song. Yeah. He had a couple actual cover songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
he, he couldn't write an extra tune? I don't know. <laughs> and then tonight you belong to me, move on and hold me, touch me. Uh, oh. Some of the wimpier Paul Stanley songs yeah. that were written. Uh, <laughs> goodbye. That's the only solo I didn't have. That was the only one I did not have. Actually, move on kind of rocks. Move on's a good one. I can say goodbye. I wish they would have put that one on it. That's a good song. Yeah. Um, but that hold me, touch me stuff. Holy mackerel. That was that the was... that was the one they had for the TV commercial. I remember. Yeah. yeah. Right, which didn't make you want to run out and buy it. No. But anyway, there it is. Didn't have it in the collection. Happy to have it now. Very nice. Yeah. So actually looking at the songs, I don't know why I'm happy to have it. <laughs> Me neither. You're a completist. I, I mean, I I think it looks cool in the yeah. collection, I guess. Yeah, so. That it does. Vinyl's yeah. so cool, you got to keep it on ice. There yeah, you go. <laughs> well, since we're, we're talking about uh, vinyl and whatnot, do uh, uh, you have a mail call by any chance? You've got mail. I do. Come on Double with it. mail call. One wow. Of these, one of these go, I mean, so, um First off, Mono Man, Mystery Girl with the oh. R-rated cover. Let's cover her woo, up. Woo, woo. Right. With the R-rated cover there. It's a Seven family eight. show. I mean, yeah, careful. Yep. Uh, the the label's really cool because it's got some it's got some like cartoony artwork that you would have found <laughs> in a girly mag back in the sixties or seventies or something. Right. Oh, an attack here on the overheads and this i originally didn't even know this came out on a record i thought it only came out on cd back in the day and that's oh, yeah. oh, cheap trick lack of lap of, lap luxury. of luxury yeah and um cool this is the one that's got the flame on it mm -hmm. is and, that the uh, one is that tom peterson's first one back after uh i'm trying to think maybe that maybe so I'm not sure now. I know he left for like three albums. It's got their cover of Don't Be Cruel. Right. Oh, that was a pretty big hit. I don't know if it's uh I don't know if it's a really super strong record. It's cheap. Uh, the Flame is a very divisive song. Well, the but thing was people that, really hate yeah. it. They hated it. They didn't want to record it. And then they had a massive hit with it. It was a hit. massive and, and to yeah. me, guys, if I'm not mistaken, it was kind of a comeback hit. All right. Weren't they yes. a little little, you know? headed south and then they came out with that and that just blew them up all over again so did, did that one also have day tripper on it or was that their greatest that was that it? mini ep uh that was on the ep that was on the ep that live yeah, ep they, they were doing quite a quite a variety there for a while yeah and, and uh, who, who is tom peterson's uh replacement jim do you remember his name uh john brandt brandt Okay. He was the, he was the long term replacement. The original guy was Pete Comita. I was going to say Pete Comita is the one I who lasted one record, right? And I, I read a funny interview with Rick Nielsen. He said like he said like yeah we we got a call from some club and they said like yeah there's some guy here claiming he's in the band. <laughs> and they're like well he hasn't played with us in about a year but he's harmless. Go ahead and let him in. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Wants to open up a cheap trick tab. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure what uh, what happened to that guy or what went awry with that. Um, Pete was a solid player. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. Uh, uh, Who knows? So don't, maybe personality thing. I don't know what yeah. what happened there. But then they got John Brandt. Okay. Now for me, uh, the last episode I, I brought to you for my mail call, uh, Quiet Riot Two. Yes. If you remember. And you asked the question, well, it was the first album out on now been re-released? And uh, at the time that I had bought it, it 
wasn't available. But soon after that, it yeah, became. It is. And Jim and I were talking, and I think I snatched the copy he was trying to get. Yeah, that's online. what you did, Frank. Yes, yeah. you did. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> because I got the last one available on the on the website. Um, there's a reason, though, this was never put on vinyl in the United exactly. States. After you exactly. <laughs> These songs are not very strong. They're they're all over the place, and I got it just because of Randy Rhodes. No, no other reason. The songs are yeah. not that great. Uh, Quite Right 2 is a much better album, but yeah, th- this is just to say I got it. And, and same thing, there's a poster inside with the guys in, in their, uh, I think they it's something like this where they're, they're in their football outfits or something. I, I don't know, but they're in like the U- UCLA locker room. Yeah. I, never understood. Um, I don't get it either. I don't get that at all. You but know, anyways, Randy's, uh, Randy's mom never liked those Quiet Riot records. Well, there's a reason. And she she would she would say, like, listen, you guys need to understand that this was like just one stop on his plane, right? right. And he continued to learn and grow and like hey, I got a question for both of you. Maybe you maybe you uh have read this over the years. At one point, it was after Randy's death, Kevin DeBrow came out and said that Randy was about to quit the Ozzy Osbourne band because he was unhappy. He wanted to do his own thing, maybe even go back to teaching guitar. And then he I also said that. he wanted to rejoin Quiet Riot. Uh, I've never heard the rejoin. I haven't heard, Quiet I Riot. haven't heard the rejoin, no. Yeah. no. But um, shortly after his death, I remember reading uh, an interview with Rudy. Mm-hmm. And he was saying Randy was going to quit. He was going back to school. Yeah. He was going to, he wanted to play classical guitar. Classical. That's what he really wanted. That's what to I do. heard. And so he was going to quit and he was, I guess, got a spot in UCLA. Right. To go study music and to, and to study classical guitar. He was ready to leave the band. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I just thought it was odd. <laughs> I, I, I wish I could dig up the article because Kevin was more, I sound like sour grapes to me more than. Yeah. I've, I've never heard that he wanted to go back and join quiet no. riot. No. Neither I've Ryan. never, ever heard that. No. I've never, I've obviously never read that quote from Kevin, but mm-hmm. um, I have to dig it up. It was, Again, that's back to those old circus and cream magazines. I don't know why he would want to go back and do that. Yeah. Well, after listening to these first two albums, I wouldn't either. <laughs> I know you said you didn't like quiet riot one, but I, I yeah. really, I don't know. Maybe it was a time and a place, right? Yeah. I, I enjoyed Probably that was. record. No, no. It's not. I don't think it's produced all that well, or even engineered all that well. Right. But there's a few songs on there that I just love, and it's maybe it's more nostalgia than anything else. I, I think that's what it was more than yeah. for me. Anyway. Quiet, quiet, right? Too. They did a cover of Afterglow. Yeah, I think right. And um, or is that on the first one? They were doing like sort of a. That was on the. That's on the first one. Afterglow. Oh, is it? It's a terrible. Actually, Kevin covered it on his solo album, which was so much better than this version. Yeah. Um, but oh well. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> they they were they had kind of tried to pop out their song sound a little bit. They were, yeah. they desperately wanted to get signed. Yeah. And so they were trying to go for a more commercial thing. All right. I'll tell you what. Shortly after that, I saw Dubro like three or four times at the Starwood and they mm-hmm. just killed it. Yeah. And always different people. It was Kevin and any number of people playing with them, but yeah, always enjoyed his, his great. Vocals. Every time I saw him, they 
totally rocked. You know, before I had ever seen them, I remember hearing, I think someone gave me a cassette or something. And in my mind, I pictured Kevin as this big ass biker dude. He just, his voice was so big. Very and powerful I just, voice. Yeah, I thought he was a big, greasy dude. And then I remember when I saw him, I said, who is this weasel? I mean, he's a tall guy, but he was just hundred pounds soaking wet, maybe. Miraculously, it grew back, though, if you remember. And miraculously, that wig yeah. just did a world of good for him. Yep. Anyways, that's quite right. They, they are a part of our history. We love them. So. We do. We do. Yep. Let's move forward. Jerry, you have some new music for us? Uh, yes, sir, I do, guys. Uh, got a band called Blockage out of Los Angeles. Uh, the name of the EP is Seven Inches of Blockage Volume 2. <laughs> now, what, what they're going to do, guys, is they're going to they're re-recording a lot of their older stuff, and they're going to come out with a four-volume EP, I think, around New Year's. Uh, this is Volume 2. Uh, the song Frank's going to spin is called Sham. And in the band, we have Sean Rowley, or Rowley, R-O-W, forgive me, Sean. Sean Rowley uh, um, on lead guitar and rhythm guitar. We got Frank Guzman on lead guitar. Dave Guzman, bass and backing vocals, and Brian Panzeri on drums. And they're on Instagram and Facebook and everything else at Blockage Band. And then uh, email is blockageband at gmail.com. Uh, they're a punk-fueled rock band from L.A. And if you will allow me just a couple of, about a minute, guys. Um, mm -hmm. Sean stated in his email, uh, he says, I was an early member of the Queers from 88 to 90 uh -huh. and appear on their debut album, Grow Up. So right off the bat, dude is no slouch. Right. Um, he, he used to book an MC of Punk Rock Social Live, a monthly punk show that ran for five years at Alex's Bar, the Anarchy Library, and Safari Sam's. He's also a poster artist and designed the official Punk Rock Bowling Festival logos and several posters for the event. Uh, their drummer used to play for Bobot Adrenaline, who is one of his favorite all-time bands. So thank you for that, Sean. But again, no slouch. Uh, blockage. From the EP, Seven Inches of Blockage, Volume 2, and the song is Sham.
There's blockage with Sham and Jim. Give us your thoughts. Liked it. Well produced, well written. A uh, little on the popular side. Not quite what I expected, but uh, well done. Radio friendly, I think. It's you know, something I like you hear something you hear anywhere. Yeah, that style of music and that punk pop genre. I love when the solos are just melodic right with the rhythm of the song yep not trying to be flashy it just goes long and you can hum it and you think about it later and and and, goes... and they're in and out with it yeah yeah nothing nothing too long no prolonged. Extra, yeah no they did everything we needed to do for the song and it was great very well produced i like that a lot yeah you know uh, a lot of guitar players that i can remember reading interviews with back when i was you know first learning to play bass and i would read a lot of sort of technical articles and they would ask like your We'll ask these guys like what's your approach to soloing and they said if it's something you can hum it's probably a good right it's probably you know it's, try not to get too flashy with it and wow yeah, tends like to that. make it more memorable yes yeah they, they, you don't have to sound like Ingve, you know it, no. it's a it's a good 15, it, yeah. it's a song yeah <laughs> <laughs> Don't sound uh, like Ingbe, actually. No, you know, don't. Go out of your way to not sound like Ingbe. Sometimes it gives me a headache. <laughs> I got to be in the right mood for it. Exactly. All right. Well, that is Blockage with Sham. Look them up. They'll, we'll not be disappointed. All right. Episode 93, we had a riff that uh, you guys knew, I think. And we, we no, went something no. like that. No? You didn't get this? No, uh, no, no. no. I, I, I didn't. Yeah, that, that was Iron Maiden, and yeah, I um, thought it was uh, two minutes to midnight. Two minutes to midnight. One of their one of their well known songs. Um, I thought it was some that, old Ted. Yeah, it sounded had kind of had that Ted Nugent feel to it. Um, this one, I think Jerry, you'll get. It goes something like this. What do you think? I, I, could, I couldn't hear it. 
you couldn't hear it. Let's try it one more top. I'm gonna turn it up a little bit. Try it again. So that's the opening riff to the classic song. And if you know it, put it in the comments. Let us know. If you don't know it, take a guess. We still want to know. Hey, I'll, not... I'll guess afterwards. I won't blurt it out loud. Okay, very good. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I, I am no. You could probably play another thirty seconds. I might not. Not going to happen, huh? Uh, I, I just wrote it down. It seems like I should know. It. Yeah. Seems like I should know that. <laughs> Well, before we jump into my pick, let's yeah. jump into Jerry's classic album. Uh, you 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 picked Asia and their debut. Yep. Yep. And uh, anything you can think off the top of your head you want to talk about with that, with that album? Uh, yeah, like I mentioned last show, <clears throat> excuse me, I, I think it's the first time I ever heard the term supergroup. Right. I, I was, what we were just out of high school when it came out. So, but I believe that's the first time I ever heard that term. You know, guy from this band, that's good. This mm -hmm. band over here is good. That's a good band. And they all join forces. So, but that other than that, that's it. Of course, had some big radio hits, did, video did, hits too. Did you buy it back in the day? Both of you guys? I, I bought it after the fact. Okay. I think I might've bought it after the fact too. Yeah. That's a good one, Frank. I don't, I don't know that I had that back then. Like found it used for a couple bucks and said like, oh, I don't uh, know. Yeah. Okay. That's a fair assessment. Yeah, I think so. I'm not sure that I bought that. I think, I think now that I'm 2020 hindsight here, I think the very first time I heard the word super group mm -hmm. was the formation of bad company. True. True. From free. Yeah. To bad company. Hmm. But see, when you when you go back, wouldn't uh, Cream be a supergroup? I thought about that too. Uh, then what was Jack Bruce and Ginger Baker in before? A bunch of jazz bands and okay. session stuff. Maybe I don't know. I, I, I'm not an aficionado on Cream. I'll tell you that much. Me either. Right. I would I would say I would say Bad Company was the first time because okay. you you had Free, you had uh, what was Mick Ralphson like Spooky Tooth or something, something like, like that, that. Yeah. and then. Uh, you had guys from uh, what's that prog band blanking on right now? So I mean, guys came from all over the place, right? Right off the top, guys, I want to tell, I want to put this disclaimer out there. Uh, these are our opinions, okay? Um, if you want facts, look it up on Wikipedia. But we're going off the top of our fifty-nine-year-old <laughs> noggins. Okay? Absolutely. So take it for what it's worth. I can't Some remember old, what I had for lunch. So right. old ass noggins. <laughs> Yo, I try. I think, you know, I think I think Bad Company was the first time I heard Super Group. But go. I remember I remember when Asia came along, it was bandied as sort of they were commercial. Yeah, that was oh right. yeah. Here's here's the here's the newest super group. Right. A couple four or five songs on the radio just off the debut. All right. Well, moving along with Asia, and we we like I said, there were some songs that were on the radio and they were um, very familiar. Once you hear them, you know, you know who it is. It, it, very identifiable. Mm -hmm. But with that being said, Jerry, what was your favorite track after revisiting? Oh, uh, uh, Heat of the Moment, track one. Heat Just of those the opening moment. fat chords. Oh, I love that. All I right. still love it. 
See, I, I went with one of the other hits. Only time will tell. It, so. It's a throw up. Yeah. yeah. Throw up. Heat of the moment is what I would have picked for you Jerry. Pick for that? Very good. Well, well, Jim, what about you? Only time will tell. <laughs> <laughs> and I picked heat of the moment for you. <laughs> What's the Jerry Tron say, Jerry? I didn't even come close. <laughs> One step oh. closer. Okay. All right. And for me, for the, <laughs> I went with Soul Survivor, and uh, oh. another radio-friendly hit. So, I almost did that. And what did you pick for me there, Jim? How only time will tell. Only time will tell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jerry, I, I know we were talking before, and you said you're probably going to be way off, but. Uh, well, Frank Frank said before he came on, Jim, he says, well, I just went by all the hits. And I was like, well, then I'm wrong for you and Jim. Yep. There Here you go. No. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, and you know. That's a toss-up album because, like I said, the the songs that were, were, were singles and were hits on the radio, they were saturated the radio waves for a yes, while. Yes, they did. Strong songs, too. Very strong. A bunch strong. of videos, too. Yeah. And then some of the other songs that didn't get played, I had to go back and listen. And and, and I've got the CD, and I'm like you guys. I think I bought it after a fa- after the fact, and I I don't even remember this song. Let me listen again. And it took two or three listens to really really have it all digest. But uh, good good album, good pick. Yeah, dude. yeah, it was it was solid on the re-listen. Yeah. All right. Well, hold on to your next pick there, Jim, because right now I've got some music for you. And um, what I'm going to give you guys is Andrew Weiss and Friends. He's from New York. He uh, went to NYU and studied music theory and composition. He's written for uh, films and other projects. Uh, The album is called Sunglass and Ash. And the song I'm going to play for you is What Have We Learned to Live With? And he's, he writes really in-depth tunes, uh, thought-provoking songs. Uh, he's got, I think six other releases on Bandcamp you want to check out from 2018, I think, till now. Uh, he likes storytelling and uh, throwback warmth. Um, I, he even talks on, on the bio, I'm going to put the link up, he talks about having a conversation at one point with uh, Paul McCartney, I believe. And uh, anybody oh. who's had that opportunity... You take every nugget you can get and run with every, it. Every, yeah, that's it. But he's also uh, a multi-instrumentalist. He's a, uh, an arranger and a producer and the whole bit. And the and Friends part of it, there's so many of them, I didn't note them. They'll be listed on his <laughs> uh, on his links. You can check them out there. But uh, this is the song is uh, What Have We Learned to Live With?
They took back what was theirs And freedom was declared A man can dream but life goes on When he opens his eyes What if we learn to live with 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 All right there's Andrew Weiss and friends with what have we learned to live with Jerry, uh, once your toes stop tapping, tell me what you think. I was just going to say that's a toe tapper, a finger snapper, <laughs> peppy, snappy, uh, great bass work, great guitar work. I Don't like the outro. Oh, man. That is, if you had a bad day, come home and put that on. Yeah. And and you'll feel a lot better. Yeah, very, that's a uh, fantastic tune. Very snappy. Jim, what very, about you? Very, very. I like that. Yeah. Uh, very upbeat. I thought the chorus was great. Um, I'm really what what I caught of the lyrics. I really liked. I'm, I want to go back and read the lyrics now because yeah, I like the concept and the what what he's trying to say in there is fantastic. What have we learned to live with? Right. right? Yep. Uh, available on Bandcamp. Uh, like I said, he's got his own website. He's on Facebook. All all the instagram and all that other good stuff i think there's uh, links for everything I'll, I'll supply it for you and uh check him out uh andrew weiss and friends don't forget his friends because like i said there's friends. lots of them and they're they're all talented people he, he surround himself with some uh really good musicians there i think yeah check out andrew weiss and friends and friends <laughs> love it all right now Episode 95 coming up in a couple of weeks will be Jim's pick for classic album. And I'm curious what you have for us, Jim. Yeah, there's, there's a few albums that get kind of held up as sort of the prototype for heavy metal. One of them being the first black Sabbath record. Yeah. <laughs> My fave. I'm going with one of the other ones though. Yeah. And that is, Led Zeppelin 2. 2. All right. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Yeah, we, we it's been a while since we've done a Zep record. There you go. Very nice. Look forward to that. I, I played it not long ago, as a matter of fact, and very familiar. Looking forward to it. Yeah, let me uh let J Jerry write it down. Okay, um, I'm good. All right, my dogs approve. Everybody approves. We'll decide if it's uh, we'll decide if it's a improvement on Led Zeppelin one or not. Yeah, we'll see. It is a little different. Oh yeah, good good pick. I mean, I had to look it up. <laughs> All right, very good pick. Yep. And Jim, you've got some new music for us, and uh, why don't we talk about it? I do. This is a newly released just last month from a group called Tragic Radicals out of Fullerton, California. It's a two-person band. Right. Got uh, AJ on guitar, 
And uh, I'll tell you now that AJ is a, is a young woman. And Tyler on drums. And I only mention that because AJ is like, so, I mean, it's non-gender specific there. Right? Right. So, <laughs> uh, I, uh, maybe I shouldn't even say her gender because you don't, nowadays you don't even know. You can't make yeah. it. We, we might get canceled, Jaime. We might get canceled. Oh, well. anyway this is brand new from them uh space jam they uh i looked at all the tags i I actually met aj at a at a gig a few weeks back she's a friend of minnie's minnie introduced me to her so i went back and and checked out their music and they the tags on Bandcamp are surf alternative progressive garage grunge and when That's you a full it, plate when you hear it i think you'll find all those tags apply <laughs> beautiful <laughs> so this is called uh this is called space jam all right
All right, there's the tragic radicals with Space Jam. Right off the top, I have to ask you guys: Have either of you ever eaten at the restaurant Islands? Are yes, you familiar with that? Once, okay, a long time ago. While you're ago. there, all they're doing is showing you surfing videos, right? And yeah. all the TVs everywhere are surfing videos throughout Australia, Hawaii, everywhere. And that song would fit perfect with that type of footage. You know, <laughs> it's action. It's it sounds it a little you. bit like a surf soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed that. I did you, too, Jerry. Yeah. yeah, I did too. I like it, and Space Jam is a good good uh, title for it. Yeah, there's they, parts they, of it where I like. Yeah, that's it's. I'm in space. Like, they need to yeah. partner up with some edible con- company, you know. Oh and, boy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's almost there's parts of it that are a little almost like yeah, it, and then yeah, it takes you different places for sure. A little like industrial, said, a little it's a surf. more progressive, I think, than the average surf tune. So mm-hmm. yeah, oh yeah, way way more. That that was pretty darn cool for an instrumental song because it did took you on a little journey. You really took did. you on a journey. Yep, yep, exactly what well exactly what Jerry was saying. So they have a brand yep. new song EP out. It's- <clears throat> by injection available on Bandcamp. you can find them on instagram you can find them on facebook um tragic rivals awesome all right love it love it well guys before we get going i want to know um i've been doing our a little pick of the day instead of doing a song i've been doing cds i love it well i, I want to get get your reaction on that i've got close to 3000 CDs and none of them are in alphabetical order. So I've been pulling two out a day and talking off the top of my head as much as possible about them um, without knowing much. I mean, it's been so long since I've heard some of these, but um, yeah, if, if you, if you, the people out there, if you're watching, give us a comment, let us know which one do you pick it, it, instead of doing just a song, I'm doing the whole CD, make it a little easier. I think uh i'll i'll make the video the way i figured as many cds as i have it should only take 11 years to get through them all yeah i think that's fair unless you accidentally pick out one of the same ones you picked before well i do have a couple duplicate cds i've noticed that and uh i'll try not to get any duplicates in there but as i'm doing them i'm putting them in alphabetical order so that way i can get there you go yeah 11 years out of cover it yeah heck yeah i think we're in good shape yeah I'm unsure how many times I've found something at a record store, either on CD or album. And I'm like, oh, this is great. And I pick it up and I get home and I'm like, huh. Hey, I already have it. Yeah. That. Yeah. 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 I've got three elders in the box. I've got um, <laughs> a couple of others that, oh, I have to have this. Oh, my God. And it's been so long. Yeah, I've got two of them now. So I already have it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. So, all right, Jerry, you have anything before we uh, say goodbye? Uh, no, folks, just uh, keep rocking out there. The music's out there. We got Blockage, Andrew Weiss and Friends, and the Tragic Radicals. So it's happening, folks, out there in Conspiracy Land. There's plenty of rock and roll out there. So thank you for uh, listening and watching the podcast and keep rocking. All right. What about you, Jim? Uh, just echo everything Jerry said. You know, if you heard something you like, go drop a buck. If, uh, if you just stream, if you just like throw it in one of your in one of your uh playlists or something yep mm-hmm. right anything anything helps so there you go other than that if you made it this far smash the like button subscribe ring that notification bell by doing that you'll make sure that whenever we put up new content <laughs> you will find it directly in your inbox 
Yeah, because you know our tens and tens of, of viewers need to know when we're going to be a new having a new episode up there. So, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Share it with your friends, folks. Let them know. Hey, we got these three doofuses up here talking about music, and uh, uh, give it a shot. Will you? It's not that hard. Not that hard. Nope. All right, keep rocking. Why don't you take us on home? Shops closed. You guys ready to roll? Um, yes, sir. Roll. Right. <clears throat> you already got your record in the fridge? No. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. We'll get this show figured out, guys. I know. Well done, Frank. Uh-huh. <laughs> you see it? I did. Uh-huh. It's okay. I it's did. Okay. Yeah. Still a good one. <laughs> okay. Five, four, three, 